All right, boys and girls, welcome to episode 14. Yes, last week was 13, so this will make episode 14 this week. And I'm again joined with Tim, um, who's coaching out of CrossFit uh, Create Fit in the city. And um, we are going to have a bit of a deep dive into a very controversial um, topic today. But I feel, and I think Tim feels the same way, it's, it's probably an important topic to talk about because it's out there and it's known about, but it's probably not as understood as it should be. And what we will be talking about today is performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Giddy up. In, a, in a nutshell, this is a dangerous one. If someone gets a hold of this, <laughs> I know, I know, but um, it's, it's, it's definitely something that I feel like I'm, in working online and even owning a gym in the past for me, it's, it's, you know, it's always been a question that's been asked and, you know, people somewhat, somewhat tiptoe around it, you know, especially being an owner of a of gym, like, Oh, you know, um, you know, what do you think of this? And what do you think of that? And for a long time, I didn't have a fucking notion about these things until, <laughs> until, until I, you know, took the plunge myself to experiment experiment yeah. with these things and that's what we're going to kind of I'll, i'm more than happy to talk about that today in this podcast as well it's like my own experience with using different sort of performance enhancing drugs and and how they've affected me and you know the kind of protocols i take now but they're around they're everywhere they're everywhere tim aren't they yeah it doesn't i mean you, if you go into not so much in a crossfit gym but like a I'm sure in powerlifting gyms, and I know for sure in like Gold's gyms, and um, I won't name too many other gym names. Yeah. I don't want to put my foot in it, but the the bodybuilding type gyms, it's you only need to be a part of that community for a very short space of time before before someone might say, "Hey, do you want to try this?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, I remember the number one thing that I used to get asked about was Psalms mm-hmm. because everyone that Googled or had searched, you know, how to put on size or how to, you know, how much protein should I be having nearly? Whoever did the, the SEO work and the, the keyword search thing on Google for, there's a company I remember it was called Auslabs. Mm-hmm. I think they're gone now. It just, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube ads. Um, and anytime you went on Google, it was the first advertised thing was get Psalms here. And then it was it was legal then too to sell them in Australia. It just had they had to have a disclaimer saying that you were buying it for scientific research, not for and it had like you shouldn't ingest them, but if you did, take this much. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was exactly. such a funny thing. I was look, and it wasn't that expensive either. I think it was a big entry level for a lot of people to start trying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it, like a Sam is a a peptide, a very popular peptide at the moment. It's um, it's the kind of class of performance enhancer that isn't quite a steroid, um, but it still gives results. And apparently, uh, what goes along with it is less side effects. Yeah, well, I think it's it's selective androgen receptor modulators, what Sam stands for. But I could be wrong, but it's not like um something like test or something like that where you ingest it, where you shoot it up or however you're having it and it is more of that product, like a synthetic one, it 
just makes your body create more and release more than it should is that right yeah so my experience now with using a testosterone a steroid compared to a peptide is when you inject or consume an um an oral steroid what you're doing is you're putting an artificial testosterone substance into your body uh, um, um, a synthetic one yeah um, and therefore, when you take that, your body's production of its own testosterone slows down. And if you stay on that product for too long, it will your own body's production of it will stop. Yeah. But the way the peptides work is they work with your the two glands in the brain, the pituitary gland and the hypothalamus. And it, it's it's like a tickle. It's a peptide tickle. As I, as I was, yeah, this is the way yeah. it was explained to me. It's a tickle to um, encourage your body to produce more of a particular hormone. So right. you, you have growth hormone uh, um, ticklers and you have testosterone ticklers if you want. So yeah. basically you will get a little bit of a nudge up in what your body um, normally produces compared to what a steroid would be. And that's kind of going, that's going light speed. If you want to kind of make yeah, a comparison, yeah. um, you will, you will definitely get, like faster visit more visible results faster with um a, a, like a testosterone supplement compared to a peptide the peptide is a much slower um kind of much slower outcome however the outcome and the results seem to last much longer yeah. um if you if you lose them at all whereas i definitely wouldn't have used testosterone you will balloon up quite quickly in a, in a, in a 12 week cycle, you will gain, uh, I've gained, I've managed to gain seven kilos in a 12 week. Yeah. In a 12 week cycle, but mate, you feel it like you fucking feel it. And it's uncomfortable. Definitely towards the end, the, the way you move. Sometimes I've got nosebleeds, your blood pressure goes up. Your, oh, wow. it's, it's a lot for your body to handle jumping up that weight that quickly because everything has to catch up to that your heart has to pump more blood around the body you need to consume yeah, more food it's a huge amount does like not only at the training stresses that you're putting on your body but the physiologic physiological stresses that you're putting on your body as well are quite intense mm. and like i have used i've used testosterone now twice and every time towards the end of the cycle um I'm un uncomfortable with it. I've, I've, I've had enough of it. Yeah. And with that, set, as I said, seven kilo jump, mate, easily you drop back four, sometimes even five kilos. So it's this massive race to the top or massive jump to the top. But within, I'd say probably in the next 12 weeks, that starts to decrease back down. Because it's yeah, not sustainable. Right. It's the testosterone that you're putting onto your body. The, the overloading is, is just blowing you out. All your androgen receptors in, in all the muscles are just just awake and they're receiving all this glycogen you're able to train more so it's all these stimuluses that you're providing that stresses really um and and, and it works in that favor but as i said the there's there's a re regression back and i feel this is where a lot of people run into a problem mm. when they're using things is because they're like all right well this is the results i got while i was on it oh and when i come off it like I regress back down and I don't like it because they get addicted to the, the feeling. The, yeah. They, lo they love it. They absolutely love it. And this is, and I've, I've definitely felt that as well myself. Like, oh fuck. Am I going to be able to perform as well without it? And your performance does dip. Yeah. But you have to, 
it's it, it it sometimes can be a very psychological battle as well, dealing with this increase and then dealing with the decrease. But yeah. you've but you've still made changes. You've still changed your body forever. You've you you've gained strength, and it's it's not as if you completely go back to ground zero. It's it, it's not that at all. But there there's a there's steps forward you take, um, and there's regressions back. But you know this that you have definitely changed your body forever. Yeah, and I think you can say like I know. Do you know who Ilya Ilian is? Mm. Where did so he? Yeah. Yeah. So he got busted for like the past, the, the last two Olympics that he did. Mm. Um, and then he released all these videos, like training videos and stuff like that. And there was one that I remember it stuck with me because he's got the world record for a clean and jerk in the, I can't remember if it's like the 100 or 110 kilo, whatever it was, weight class. <laughs> and it was like 246 kilos at the comp and he was tapped. Like you could tell that was oh. a max lift. Yeah. But then after he got caught, and he's done a sit-down interview talking about it. Like after he got busted, he was just like, well, we're all doing it. Here's what I used to do. Mm. Um, he, there's a video of him. So he split jerks, and which is like obviously a very practiced thing. He's a gold, multiple-time gold medalist. Um, but in a training video, he clean and squat jerked 242 kilos. So only four kilos less. Just like mucking around. Oh, mate. Like, Talk which, about- <laughs> it makes you wonder, like, how much. I imagine a lot of those guys, if you went into, like, especially like that part of the world, you know, mm. Eastern Europe, the yeah. Eastern Bloc, um, I'd love to go into some of those training halls when they said no cameras, only athletes, if you could just be a fly on the wall in there. Because I'm sure there's guys in there that are, they probably break records for reps during yeah. training when they're sore stuff. hundred percent. Yeah. Like, but like, guess this is the thing like this, the, the, the drug testing, and this will bring us on to the, the kind of, you know, the, the use of drugs in sport. Yeah. Um, a lot of these countries, like if there's an, if any official from WADA or, or, or ASADA trying to get into these training, they're not, they're not getting in. They're not getting into these countries, first of all, because the, these nah. countries will be like, oh, what, what do you want a visa for? Oh, you want to come in and test our athletes? Oh, yeah, yeah, well, get fucked. You're not getting a visa for our country. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're not getting in, first of all. And there's, in, like, I, I was watching Sika uh, Strength. It's some two Irish lads that kind of um, do YouTube videos, and it's great. And they give a little bit, a little bit of a running commentary on weightlifting and, and you know, the pros and cons and all that. The weightlifters themselves, and it's, it's very interesting. It's very funny. And I, I, I just took notes on one of the, the videos that they were taking, and they kind of give these um, levels of what people are doing using drugs in the Olympics, for example. Okay, let's because yeah. the Olympics were just done. And I agree with them. Like, the majority of athletes will be using something at the games. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's just, it's just, it's what needs to be done in order to be able to perform, to get there. And, and, but there's levels to it. Okay. So the first level that they would describe is there's the, there's the level that some people just won't take performance enhancing drugs or, or they can't 
take them because maybe they're in a country where it's just a super like they're super high testing levels like like uk ireland america even australia it like, is and they're hard to get to yes they're super yeah. hard to get their hands on and maybe for financial reasons as well they just can't afford them yeah so you have you have those tier of athletes you have those level of athletes that would be going to the games and it's you know fucking fair play to them those ones that are getting there that maybe they want to be taking stuff but they yeah but they, they just can't they just can't but they've got there and they're showing up but then you see who they're competing against and it's like fuck here we go like yeah you're in big trouble yes yeah. and then you have the the next tier where it's basically um who's got the best doctor you got these athletes that are working with coaches and doctors who um have the financial means to get the, uh, we'll say medications, uh, yeah. pe- peptides, whatever. And Especially when it's state sponsored, like all that stuff with Russia. Yeah. Well, have you seen that? You've seen the Icarus, Icarus yeah. the documentary on Netflix, who like they describe all this a state sponsored doping program. Yeah. And that that's there's the evidence of that is out there. That's not like new news. That's not speculation. That's a fucking fact. Yeah. The guy said they were all on it except for the figure skaters because they found that that didn't. They tried it, yeah. but it didn't improve their performance at all. So they took the figure skaters off. That's right. Steroids, but everyone else stayed yeah. on. Fucking yeah. get on, get be jacked, be juicy. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, my new eight week jacked and juicy program. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm shameless plug there. <laughs> but so you have the you have that tier of uh, athletes that are rock up to the games and as, as like pretty much state sponsored you know, but by the country or whatever they're from. Then you have um, the, the level of athlete that will rock up where uh, there's enough political flex to allow the athletes, even at the Olympic Games, to be still on stuff, but their, their um, tests just don't get tested. You know, their samples just don't get tested because there's enough political flex with that particular country to allow yeah. them to slip through the net. And the perfect example of that would have been when Ben Johnson and Carl Lewis raced against each other. I think it was in the Seoul Olympics back in 1988. And this is the example I'm taking from the lads that done the Seeker Strength. So Ben Johnson was the Canadian. He, yeah. won, he won that gold medal at that um, Olympics and Carl Lewis came second. And Ben Johnson's eyes were yellow because he was so fucking jaundiced from I fucking... I remember saying something about that. Uh, yeah. Um, and he got popped immediately. You know, um, yeah. and, and Carl Lewis... He got tested, and and again, this is common knowledge. This is not like information that's on the internet out there, and it's not the fake news. It's the real news. Carl Lewis's B sample tested positive as well. Yeah. But it slipped through the net, and Ben Johnson was stripped of his fucking title, and he was shamed, and Carl Lewis remained this American hero. So you had the US against uh, Canada in that yeah. scenario. And again, that's the perfect example of that political flex that happened there. Well, we, we want our athlete to sneak through and and get through and let's make a spectacle of the canadian athlete and it has to do i think as well with the level of uh like what do you want to like how much of a celebrity the athlete is that's right so if they're if they've eclipsed the sport or the event whatever it may be the chance of them getting tested as vigorously as someone else 
it becomes a financial decision for the governing body then to go test him, but just do this very basic test. And if that's clean, we can say we've tested him. I'm not, I have no idea whether that happened, but I would assume if I owned a multi-billion dollar company and I could make it look like I did the right thing and I, and you know, to my account for me to sleep well at night, I could say, yes, he's been tested and he tested negative. So yes, it ran that time, swam that time, jumped that high, whatever it was. Um, but then that would allow them to compete still at their insane level, then signs would point to if they're beating other people that are on it that have the same genetic features as them, then I would say chances are they're on it too. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And you know, we're not using this podcast now to point fingers, but it's just shedding light on the fact that this stuff is out there. Yeah. And it's 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 not hard. Even at uh, like competitions like maybe the CrossFit Games and stuff that have been on as well, it's not hard to beat the system. No, you, know, you, you just you, you like you can you can go online and you can find ways. There's information out there to figure out how to beat the system if it comes yeah. to an event that you're in that you know or a competition you're in that you know that you may be tested at. Like it's yeah. it's not hard information to find, and I think but like. Believing or wanting to believe that all athletes are 100% clean all the time in this day and age? Fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, fairy tale. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'll, I'll bring this up now because I said yep. it to you before. I, so a couple of years ago when they announced um, they were upping the testing of the CrossFit Games and they said all athletes will be tested that qualify and you know, they were tightening down on it and they announced who, whichever it was fair sport or something like that was the, was the oh, company I was, that was doing it. I'll find it for you now. Cause I was just looking at it before. Yeah. Drop me to wait or drop. No, you keep up. talking. You keep talking. Um, so on when they announced that I asked a question on the CrossFit games, Facebook page. Yeah. And I just, I simple question. When the athlete tests positive, do they notify the public first, which is what USADA do. If someone tests positive through them, it goes on their website straight away. That's what happened to John Jones with the UFC. Yeah. It goes, they they click positive test and it goes on their website and sends the UFC a message and notifies John or his team that he has tested positive for a banned substance. Now, the company that does it for CrossFit, I don't know if it's still them. I'm assuming it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, notifies the CrossFit Games first. Right? So yeah. they said, no, we're notified first and then it's our um, whatever it is, due diligence to inform the public. And then I asked the question... <laughs> If someone like, I'm not going to say which athlete, but he won a lot of CrossFit games and it wasn't Matt Fraser. (laughs) Um, If he showed positive, would you announce it to the public or would you keep it under wraps because he's the most popular athlete you have? Deleted comment, blocked. (laughs) I don't know. They probably just didn't want his name out there. But again, that comes back to what I was saying before. If someone said like, hey, this person has tested positive, you're going to lose 
a lot of money in revenue, Reebok, um, whoever else, sponsorship-wise, whoever it might be. I'm not saying, I know obviously I was saying Rich Brodin before, but it um, doesn't have to be him. It could be any, any one of those athletes that has a couple of hundred thousand followers on Instagram. It's going to be a huge hit for the sport if this person that repeatedly does well, mm. then it comes out that they've done whatever it is. Well, it'll show up that, you know, CrossFit were doing a shit job of policing it. That's yeah. what would happen. It, it would reflect super poorly. And then, and then you're like, oh, fuck, this guy has been winning the last five years as a quartalics or whatever you call them. Yeah. Fingers. Um, man. Yeah, the fish man as, as the best in the world. But like he's done it as a fake, apparently. Yeah. You know, and that would reflect very poorly on the CrossFit games. Yeah. And I think especially a lot of the, if you now a lot more people are testing positive yes. for the, for the games, there was a couple of teams that got done this year. Yeah. I think I was reading and um, I think like, that's good. Mm-hmm. But if, if those teams are testing positive for it and they're, they're never at the top, mm-hmm. the people that get done, there's only, the only real person that got done at the top was, our Aussie boy, yeah. buddy Ricky, Ricky Garrard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His brother got done too at um, after it was. What yeah. is it? Sanctionals, regionals, That's semi. Fresh. I don't know what they call it now. Um, he got done the following year, and I think it was for the same thing. Yes, it was Sam's. <laughs> Sam's next yeah, yeah. level stupidity. But, but and that, just to, to uh, just to cut you off there for a quick second, that company that the, the CrossFit Games use is the company that they use to do the drug testing is called Drug Free Sport. Drug Free Sport. That's, that's the one. The, so yeah. continue. Yeah, I, I think that's the only one really that's been at the the cream of the crop that's gotten. Yeah, and done. I feel. And feel a little bit like what they've done is they threw them under the bus. You know, they want to like, you know, it to show that we 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 found someone at the top of their game, but he was brand new. Yeah, so he didn't have a huge following and a yeah big base or anything like that. And he's even been, I I know on that um, Josh Matt and Savan podcast, Matt's mm. told a story about Ricky saying to him when he was out in Australia, what are you, I know you're taking something. What are you taking? He's probably not wrong. <laughs> like that's one of the things that that John Romano dude had said was if there was ever a sport designed for doing steroids, this is it. I know. Yeah. It's all about volume. And especially when you get to the CrossFit games level, it's all about recovery. Can you recover after day one? Can you recover halfway through day two after event? Like what did they do? Eight events or nine events in four days or something like that. And that's real competition. It's not like training speed where you sort of go on at that 75, 80% feels like a hundred at the time, but it's probably not. And then you get to this level of every single event is just harder, 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 harder. If there was ever a sport that was going to be made for, who can recover the, or made for drugs because it's all about who can recover the best, mm. then this is probably it. Yeah. And, you know, we're, this is the, probably where we're going to get run into a lot of flack from people. <laughs> like, no, they're not. The yeah. CrossFit athletes don't take drugs. They're honest, hardworking people. <laughs> and I'm sure there's some that are. Mm. Like, I guarantee you there's some athletes in there that are just freaks. Yes. They exist. I've seen, I've got mates that are just, they're just freaks at like one of my friends in particular who 
like he's in the army now. Um, but he's he was one of those people that like he I think he got a ninety nine point something enter score, which is like the top zero zero one well point zero zero one percent of the country for school. Um, and he was also one of the best endurance runners you've ever seen. Like he could get up, he could be eating a bag of corn chips and skull and two liters of Coke every day for two months and then go out and run like a eight minute three K just because it's just what he's, he's just like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think there's that many of them that all chose CrossFit. No, no, <laughs> this time. is true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you see, like just this uh, weekend after go, like just gone with the CrossFit Games after being on, you can see the amount of brand new athletes that's in the field, but they're all super young. Look at those two girls, like the was seventeen and eight, was it sixteen and seventeen year old or eight, like that? I think they're both seventeen, but one both of them is a couple of months older. It was yeah. Mallory O'Brien's one of them, super like crazy impressive. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, and the guy that one's only twenty two. Yeah, just in Madeiros. Madeiros, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I can understand that those youngsters um, might possibly not be on anything because they've probably been doing it since they were eleven. Well, well it's that, but they were like they recover. They have. He's only twenty-two. He's his testosterone is still peaking. If he's yeah. getting good night's sleep, man, you know what it was like being twenty-one, twenty-eight. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier on, man. Yeah. You you can function on an hour's sleep a week, and yeah. you, you, you and can you still, feel fine. And you feel fine. <laughs> yeah. You're able to bounce around. You're able to get things done. You like you're pretty much like an elastic band. You hit the ground. You just bounce back up, and you you fucking go again. Like yeah. you know. So you know, it's the older athletes that you see now that are like you see them, and they are fucking having to work. Like your Patrick Vellners and your Fogowskis. What's keeping them at the top is their sheer experience of CrossFit, knowing yeah. how CrossFit operates. Like to Claire. Tia Tui, fucking the Australian with champion, Champioli. Like, Based. yeah, like you've seen the documentary of her when she when she came second. Like, when remember she she her mindset wasn't quite there. She she got the leader's jersey, and there was something in the documentary where she's like, oh, you know, it's a bad omen. I don't want to have the jersey. I don't want the spotlight on me. And and she, yeah, she ended up coming second. She almost talked herself out of it. Not only did she talk, she did talk herself out. Yeah. You know, but she came back the following year and dominated. And now look at her. Like yeah. her experience in the sport, her head in, in the game. Like she doesn't go into the, 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 on the competition floor worried about anyone else anymore. She's no, just she like, literally is trying to work out how much. I still don't. Everyone's like, I think because they want it to sound nice. They're like, she's trying to challenge herself and, see how much better she can do in the events she doesn't normally do good at. I think that's the biggest load of crap ever. I think she's going out there going, how badly can I fucking demolish everyone? Oh, yes. She <laughs> wants to kill. She yes. yeah, yeah. And I don't I think there's a – she's not yelling and screaming, egging herself on to be better than she was yesterday. She's doing that because she's like, I want to win this now $310,000 a year for the next – However long, how long you want me to win it for? I'll yeah. keep winning until I come second. Then I'm like, I don't think she's going to stop anytime no. soon. Well, her training, her training buddy was fucking Matt Fraser for however long, and he's in, like, when he it comes to him and he talks about, it, he just wants to like crush everyone. He, he, I think his mindset is what she has. They're just trying to make her because she's nice. I've met her before. She's a lovely person. 
super friendly to everyone would and takes time for everyone but i think her mindset is very much of the can i fucking obliterate everyone and make it look like they don't even belong in the same competition with me so is she doing drugs oh that's a tough one <laughs> you can't ask me that that's no. a countryman yeah. <laughs> yeah. well yeah this is the thing it's like fucking but these are the questions that you know she is very dominant she's got she's become a weightlifter and um, she's lived over in america now for however long yeah um she does look a little more jacked than she used to yeah a lot. but her training age supports that too so it's exactly yeah the only thing i will say definitely the year that she won the games and then won the gold medal in the com games yeah I would 100% say she was clean that year because she would have been getting tested everywhere. And the Olympics probably wanted to catch her because then you've got this crossover sport athlete that can be good at all this other shit. And then, well, not Olympics, the Com Games. Yeah. People would have wanted to get her, I imagine, because it's like you can't be good at everything. And Mm. I know there were weightlifters that were upset that she was competing because she'd only been weightlifting for such a short amount of time. It was the weirdest argument I've ever heard. It's like, or you just be better. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, blame for her sure. for being good at it. Mm. But it's, it, yeah, it's a, it's a complex one. It's, it, you know, when people make such dramatic advances in what they're doing so quickly. That's what raises the eyebrows. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to take away from what anyone has to do because, listen, at the end of the fucking day, any of these performance enhancing drugs that people might take, they are not magic solutions. Well, the the you, key word is enhancing. Yeah, they enhance. So, and they, they make you more of what you are. Well, listen, let, let, let's take a talk about party drugs for a minute. Like if you're an arsehole and you take cocaine, it's going to turn you an even bigger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you fucking, if you're, if you're a nice person and a happy person and you take cocaine, well, it's going to make you even more happy. It enhances the person you are from within. And, 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 and PEDs are exactly the same thing. Like I, I can take drugs that I can take them all. I can take fucking whatever, figure out whatever the fuck Matt Fraser ever took in his life or Fritz Froning. And you can give me four times the amount. That doesn't mean I'm going to the CrossFit Games. No. No fucking way. Because it, t- it takes a certain person as well, a certain mentality, a certain a certain dedication yeah. uh, that is required. Like the drugs are only there and they're they're giving you that maybe five or 10% on what someone else might be able to do. But yeah. the rest is on you. That 90% is you as a person. Who the yeah. fuck are you? What the yeah. fuck do you want? And how fucking badly do you want it? Yeah. I think that's the the driving factor behind it all is it still, it doesn't, well, I, I think what I'm trying to say is with what we're saying now, we're not saying that they're cheap, like they're, they're lazy and they're doing this because they just want to win easily. Like the same thing, you load me up to the my eyeballs with whatever, whatever you want. I probably still couldn't handle their training volume because no. of their amount of time that they've spent putting in that training volume. It's such a big ask for, especially when you look at like the amount of hours and stuff that those guys train for a day, like it is a full-time job. They're not doing whatever programming that they're selling you. That's one quarter of probably what they do inside a day. And then even their recovery, like they sleep for 12 hours. I'm not even at fucking home for 12 hours a day. (laughs) I don't even know. 
Like there's no way that you can, without really committing, like they don't see friends. They're probably not going to like, you know, nights out with their mates or their friends or whatever. They're not going to probably not even going to weddings because they know that they'll end up carrying on until the wee hours of the morning. Like they're, that is their job and they do it for 300 or probably not. They probably do it for 300 days of the year. Yeah. And then they take a month or two off at the end and then back on the horse. Yeah. 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 There's a huge amount of sacrifice surely required to be the top of your game. So yeah. I think everything that we're trying to say is like, it, it's. I want to make the point that, listen, drugs are being used in all sports, even at your local fucking uh, corporate triathlon. You know, the fucking oh. co- the corporate triathlon down there. They're the, the ones with the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you have you've guys in this and guy and fucking girls. I want to make that point as well that it's not this fucking realm of performance anti drugs is not only a guy thing. Females no. are fucking using this stuff as well. I know clenbuterol gets eaten like Tic Tacs for the bodybuilding comps. Absolutely, and they can't get there, especially for things like girls. Always have a hard time getting their legs lean. That's always that final push. They usually lose everything else and then they've still got that. They can't get the nice quad separation on their legs. And the one thing that makes them get there is asthma medication. (laughs) So, Tim, would you recommend clenbuterol to help people get definition in their legs? Is that what you're saying? Squat first. (laughs) Definitely sitting on the couch is not going to make that happen. So if if we have a lot of followers, I don't know how many fuckers are going to be listening to this. And like, no. oh, right, clenbuterol. How Clint do Butrol. I acquire? <laughs> Sit on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> I know a mate of mine did it once. It was actually very impressive to watch because he got shredded like insane. But I know with the cycle of that, because I've researched a fair bit of this, just I'm a curious person. I like to look into things. I know with that, you do like double the dose every day for five or seven days and then you like not double you up it by one amount i don't know what the milligrams of it are or micrograms up and then taper back down when he was at like the fifth or seventh day whichever one it was he could you couldn't give him a full glass of water his hands were like this like he was tremoring he was shaking he said his anxiety was through the fucking roof he was almost in the state of panic attack and then it would taper off again. And then it was, it's a bizarre thing to watch because you are taking more than like, I think clenbuterols, I think it's asthmatic medication. I could be wrong, but I think it's for horses. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. It's not something I have um, used or like been involved with myself. So I don't actually know, but I do know people use it to strip fat. Because obviously it raises your internal temperature in some way, shape, or form, so you burn more calories. Yeah, (laughs) this sounds like an infomercial for it right now, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. It's also tremendously shit for your kidneys, so don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of fucking course, it's a it's an oral steroid, and oral steroids are hard on your kidneys and your liver. Simple as, simple as. The other thing which I wanted to bring up was uh, with what you see in body shapes that are doing CrossFit Mm. that can be directly related to uh, certain kinds of performance enhancing drugs. Like a number of athletes, I'm not saying any names have that nice growth hormone belly. Oh yes. Where their abs protrude. Like if that's their rib cage, I'm using hand signals on a talk (laughs) show. Um, (laughs) 10 distance out from their fucking rib cage. There we go. It's about it. It, it, 
is very obvious that something really strange has happened, especially when you can see that they didn't have that. Mm. And I don't care how many sit-ups they've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make your abs stick out like your pecs will if you do bench press. Yeah. And, I, and that's organs growing inside your body. That's exactly it. Yeah, your organs inside your body are growing as well as everything else is growing. Yeah. You know, growth. You, you, you produce growth hormone to allow every, it, it grows your nails, it grows your eye. Well, your eyeballs stay the same size your entire life, but your, your hair, your skin, your, yeah. your muscles, and of course your organs, your bones, everything yeah. like increases in density. Which is why I think a few years ago, a fair few of the top athletes, again, I'm not going to name any names, but if you've got a decent memory, you probably guess who again, mm-hmm. uh, braces, they're in their like 30s and suddenly they need braces. For their teeth. Mm. Well, their oh. jaw structure changes, right? Yeah. So the size of your mandible increases because your bones grow more. Then all of a sudden your teeth don't fit your mouth. So then they've got room to move, changes the shape of what your smile looks like, like everything. There were two very popular ones in particular. I, I don't want to name these names this time, but yeah, yeah. they both in the same year had braces, which is kind of a point at maybe they have the same doctor. Yeah, okay. Said, hey, maybe try this for training and see how mm. you feel. Yeah. I don't know. But there's that, that's one big one. And then the, like, male pattern baldness is a very big one that it just increases the time that you go bald in. Have you seen, my, yam- have you seen my yamaka? Yamaka. <laughs> <laughs> I've been fucking balding for a while, but it's not it's not too bad at the moment. I'm on, uh, but you're like, on you're not on the you're not on the games level dosage. No Olympic fuck. or CrossFit. Yeah, no, no, I no, don't I'm, I've you can tell by my luscious locks that there's no yeah, I've got, it looks like I'm wearing a wig most of the time. <laughs> I have pretty thick hair. <laughs> you know those um you ever seen on it used to come up on my Instagram ads, which was concerning because maybe I am gonna go bald, but those guys that like they're completely bald and there's like those glue on wigs that you can go swimming in. I have seen those. Yeah, seen yeah. That? See, they've targeted you. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know why they've got me or I'm their best customer. Cause this is yeah. what, that's what my hair I feel like looks like most. I looks like a glued on glued on pretend wig, <laughs> a little head carpet, head car- <laughs> a really young, hairy, long, hairy yamaka. Oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, on another thing I wanted to ask you, yeah, what do you think would be the best drugs for specifically CrossFit? Because obviously with weightlifting, yeah. it's just get stronger. So they all yeah. were on, um, it was Dianabol and was it Winstrol or something like that? Was There were two that they all got popped for. But if you had to say CrossFit, what would be the number one thing you would think? Oh, well, definitely the Lance Armstrong one would be the EPO. EPO. Yeah, for sure. Uh, because that's Got just that pure. written down there. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> it's um, it's pu- that's pure endurance, and that's what it needs. Yeah. It's just that like ability to get more, like a more red blood cells into the bloodstream, uh, more oxygen floating around the body. If you have more oxygen, you can go for longer and not yeah. be gasping. Um, and probably, and probably the the SARM. Just going on my own experience because I've used SARMs. Yeah. Going on my own experience, it's um, you don't get tired on SARMs either. You don't feel the pain. 
Yeah. You know, that lactic buildup that you would get and, you know, that burn. You don't yeah, feel it. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel it. You yeah, fucking right. don't feel it. Yeah. So I, th- those will be my two that I would know enough about. I've never taken EPO. It's, um, it, it seems like it would be something ideal for an endurance athlete, though, in some way, shape, or form. That's the expensive one. And it's extremely high risk. Too, you need a you need twenty four hour support for for that one because I remember they were talking about I can't remember what I was listening it was probably Joe Rogan because he's basically the new Jesus yeah um, <laughs> he is <laughs> church of but he I think he was talking to someone on there about it and they were saying that the cyclists were having to get up during the night and ride on like a stationary bike or some of them you said you could hear the guy was saying you could hear the like the tick 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 of the cogs going past of guys getting up during the night of a cycling event to go ride to thin because your blood viscosity increases because you've got such a huge increase of red blood cell count wow okay. and that puts you at extreme risk for a heart attack Fuck. yeah okay. so they're getting up that's how potent it is and how dosed up those guys were if they have so much oxygen in their blood that they're at risk of having a heart attack and they have to go and exercise during the night just to thin that back out so they don't die in their sleep like they've obviously got themselves hooked up to a blood monitoring machine overnight to make sure that they like that's the amount of cost involved in that is just insane that's hectic yeah that's hectic. but that's that's what it takes to How win. How bad you want it? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. And, and it, is there drugs that you were thinking about? What what what, what do you think it would be the perfect yeah, ones? For- I had APO written down. That was number one. Just because what more more oxygen in your blood means your your muscles can go for longer because they can clear the waste product faster. That's right. Simple. Um, and then the other one, which is what that Johnny Romano guy said that everyone was on, was Anavar. Because it doesn't oh. ex- it doesn't exhibit um, like you can't really tell if someone's on it. That's so right. Speak. It's a very low dose kind of thing, but I've from what I've heard, it does the same things. What you were saying, you don't feel that burn yeah. while you're taking it, and that's super popular with female athletes. The Anavar. Yeah, yeah. If there's one, and that's an oral steroid. Um, yeah. it, you can get it injectable, but it's it's just like Dynaball. It's an oral steroid. It's you can just pop the pills probably four a day, um, and yeah, you get you get good results. But you won't blow up like you will like on Dynaball. You won't turn into yeah. a cloud. Yeah. Um, but th- if there's one steroid that is probably recommended for females to be able to take and take without yeah. any ridiculous side effects, Anavar is the one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which sport in the Olympics do you think? is the most doped sport outside of weight. (laughs) Let me finish. Do you know, we nearly lost weightlifting as an Olympic sport. When? This year. Why? There was a big move from the Olympics because everyone, everyone. Everyone's popped. Was just popping for steroids. Have a Google that after this. Sorry about it now, but have a look. There's a heap of articles and stuff on it. We We were this close to losing a sport called Olympic weightlifting from the Olympics. Like that's how rampant it was. I know as well, a lot of those people that are in that base, they taken it from like 15 years old, sometimes younger. 100%. I just get them going as soon as they can. Another, like a lot of those countries, like I know the Bulgarian method 
that they used to use was get, they used to start with pools of like 3,000 kids and start them training. And then it was just like full on, only the strong will survive. Like, yeah. You get injured, go work on the farm. Yeah. Oh, you've hurt your back, cool. Go to school if you can afford it. If you can't, go work on the farm. Like they just ran through kids and then they'd get down to like three men and three women for each weight class, you know, by the end of it. And again, if you can keep it. The other thing is if in those, a lot of those countries, the Olympics is like, that's their NBA. That's the, yeah. You get there, Prestige. the government will look after you for the rest of your life and your family normally as well. Mm-hmm. that's right so the the means is there on the athlete to with your parents are like hey take this you just shut up and take it because it could mean that the rest of your lives and probably your family's lives from then on out are okay instead of being you know struggling and poor and cold and whatever else goes with it yeah i can't remember where we started with that yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. We're, we, yeah we, you said we were saying we nearly lost the 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 weightlifter from the from the. And oh, you were that's at, what I, and I you asked at, you. Which sport do you think? Yeah, so the, the track and field stuff, sprinting for sure. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. The and then it, the second after that, I would say swimming, and <laughs> a funny one for you, a fucking funny one. And Tommy Tiernan, an Irish comedian, does a joke about this, um, because Ireland have won a handful of gold medals in the past. Uh, yeah. in the Olympic Games and one of our finest Olympians was Michelle De Bruyne um, who yeah. was uh, or Michelle Smith De Bruyne was her married name Smith was her re- actual name um, and she won like three gold medals and a bronze medal in the, uh, was it the Atlanta Olympic Games or somewhere in America anyway anyway you know there was a, a, the USA a competitor her main a, a competitor that was against her done this interview after the after she won all these medals and she was crying on the podium saying, this fucking bitch has to be taking something. Like, it, there isn't even an Olympic-sized swimming pool in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> how, how the fuck is she rocking up to these Olympic Games, winning everything? And she was, like, she made a big deal about it. Anyway, Michelle didn't get popped till a while after. And it turned out, in, in Tommy Tiernan's words, that she was fucking riddled with fucking drugs. And he, oh, yeah. he makes the joke, it's a wonder she didn't dissolve when she jumped into the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the East Germany swimming tent, like female swimmers? No. That's enough. Watch that on you. Write this down because you need to watch yeah. it afterwards. Yeah. East Germ- female East German swimming team. Okay. They look like the male swimming team. Oh, really? I don't know how to word it any other. They are so jacked. None of them got caught because back then, yeah. whatever that was in the 50s, but they are, well, it's probably not even, probably later than that. They are so jacked, though. Like, yeah. it's hilarious to see. Well, okay, yeah. yeah. There's so track and field definitely. How boring was the 100 meters this year, by the way? Do you know what? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Was, was, was Bolt in it? No, he's not. He's, he's done. He's, he's done, isn't he? Yeah, that, there well, wasn't that's... a single Jamaican in it. Oh fuck! And an Italian man won it. Really? Yes. He's not white. <laughs> that would have been more shocking. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he's. I'm not racist, by the way. No. <laughs> it's just a common denominator. Says that normally helps you sprint. Yeah. Um, an Italian guy won it, but like they ran like nine eight. It's like nine eight four or something. It's fuck. Don't get me. That's fast. That's fucking fast. It's fast. But like, 
Usain Bolt was they was complaining because they're allowed to wear these special shoes now that can help them run faster, and it could potentially shave all this time off. Um, the guy that came second or third, the American guy, had ran like a nine six nine or something or seven seven like earlier in the year, which you'd say he's going to peak at the Olympics. So you would assume that it's going to be faster. So I'm sitting there going, that guy's going to win it. And I might see a record get broken here. And I stayed up to watch it. Mm. And then the Italian dude won it and they ran not, I mean, like I said, it's still fast. Yeah. But it's not, it's not Usain Bolt running it. What did he run? Like 952 or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's not much like, you know, in, in, in on paper, it's not much faster, but it in on when track, you see it, it is. it's light and faster. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, no, like the Olympic Games this year have been quite tricky to watch. It's like, you know, they're not just televised on terrestrial television as easy. It's like, you know, yeah, it's different. This it, yeah, yeah. It's it, it used to be just always on telly. I remember growing up and, you know, you'd be you'd be watching it at home as a kid because it was just on a channel all the time. Yeah. Uh, and there'd be just something on always just they, they, oh, there's, there's the show jumping. There's the fucking the swimming. Yeah. Yeah. There's the swimming. There's the track and field. There's someone fucking flinging a disc. You know, it's, um, yeah. it was always on, but this year, like, you know, we know what's on. I don't know with COVID and all that sort of fucking bullshit, but now it's like, it's not easy to, to get the app, the seven app. That's, that's right. Got, like everything on it. But yeah. even then it's, that's pretty clunky because it's only going to be used for, whatever it is 16 days yeah i went to watch what the, the the functional you crew app so alex's gym uh, at the weekend their old weightlifting coach was emily musket and she's a, a british weightlifter now she was competing yeah. at the at the olympics oh um, wow. so we went uh, along to a pub to watch it and made the fucking trying to stream it was ridiculous like it, we we couldn't we all ended up watching it on on phone on a phone we're, on a, yeah. yeah we're all in a pub Fucking the tellies up there can't fucking show it, and we're all fucking huddled around mobile phones. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is <laughs> not how we're well, absolutely does. Like, this is um, someone th- this is was her last crack at the Olympic Games. She got there, it was a very emotional moment. And it, uh, one, all her team was gone home because there's this thing with the Olympic Games once you've once you've com- uh, completed whatever it is you're doing, you fuck off. <laughs> yeah you, you get the fuck on. You're done? You, go on. Yeah, you're you're going yeah. you go home. So she was completely on her own. Um and like just her and her coach. So the experience wasn't shared it's with different. any oh it's yeah. completely different. You know so i feel I don't know that has the Olympic Games lost its flair? You know it's, it's I don't about, think so. I think we just needed crowds. Yeah we need a I crowd. I think that makes a big difference to it. But we also need it televised. We also need televised, you know, because what they're doing is selling rights to like a broadcasting agencies, so you can pay for it and stream it at home. Yeah, like fuck that. Put it on the fucking telly. Just put it on for free. It's once every four, now five years. This one, yeah. like they could have done it. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I just realized what time it is. I probably need to you wrap it up. Yeah, make shapes. Well, listen, there's a few, there's a few there's a few things we haven't touched on yet. So this is part one of part two. One. Yeah, of two parts. And um, yeah, we'll we'll continue this conversation uh, next week, and uh, yep. we'll see how we go. So, um, Tim, thanks for jumping on again today, and I'll see you next week. Thank you, my man. Giddy up. Cheers. Gotcha.